How are you? And welcome to Paddy Irishman, Paddy Englishman. A podcast where we pick a topic, research it, discuss it and have a laugh along the way. So sit your arse down, have a Guinness ready and join in on the crack with us too. Enjoy. Let's dive into this, shall we? Education system, let's go, let's start. The Irish one, what do you think of it? The Irish one's a lot better than the British one for sure. Uh, Is it? Yeah, I think so anyway. Because I, I have to, I have this kind of inside knowledge of both, I should say. I was a student in an English high school and I was a student in an English primary school as well, but also in Irish school. So difference is, is that you're in year six in England, which is basically like fourth class. So you're going into secondary school at 11, which is so young. And you're 11 years old in a school, potentially up to people who are 18 years old. The schools are, you know, near 3,000 students. Like my, my school particularly was 1,800 students in England. And I was yeah. 11 years old. It was so easy to get lost by the teachers like just get lost in general but like lost in the background is in like you yeah. know teachers talking to you and stuff and I know there's schools like that over here but at yeah. least you're going into secondary school when you're that little bit older that like 13 I mean I and, was I think I was 11 when I started as well yeah but you, you were like you were like a pretty rare case to be fair oh okay all right well that's fair yeah yeah I suppose yeah, yeah 11, like, like 12 going 13 I suppose as most people in Ireland yeah, I, I was 13, so I, I was lucky in a sense, to be fair. Yeah, well, you you started school young anyway. Yeah, no, so, that's true. That's true. Yeah, and when you get to 16 over here, over in England, you have a choice between going to college, which is like our... like It's like where you basically specialise in like more practical courses, I suppose. And over in Ireland... You, you just stay on until you're 18 before you go to university. But if you if you don't go to college in England, you stay on until sixth form, which is the more academic route into university, if you get what I mean. So college right, is more okay. practical. You, and sixth form, when you get your A-levels and stuff like that, is more academic and stuff. Right. The one thing that I would say about both that that you you can that like a similarity is that they, they don't set you up greatly for the great the big bad world sort of thing. Yeah, that's um, that's the main problem, really, isn't it? It's just that they're they're very badly yeah. set out. You know, regardless of where you are, you're not being set up for life. It's it's a it's a memory test, really, isn't it? Oh yeah, yeah, a hundred percent. Like, unless if I want to become a botanist. Why the fuck would I need to know the inside of a plant? But they still throw yeah. that down my throat. That's it. Do you know yeah. what I mean? There's um like I, I get it in a sense to give students abroad, you know, education in terms of I don't know, I might want to be a botanist. So they kinda of have to give yeah. me that. But you know, if yeah. you're gonna be doing it like that, at least have like, you know, other sides of it. I feel like like something yeah. that I wrote down here, something that I would love to see added is yeah. politics. Yeah, why, why, local why politics, it, especially. I mean, just the a general idea of of politics, of like who the parties are, of what they stand for, because like yeah, I had already voted in at least like one major election, so like to vote our in yeah, our same. like our members of Dáil, and I had voted in one of them before even knowing what I was doing, who was who. I just kind of went with. I was like, oh man, <laughs> who are you voting for? She'd be like, oh this guy, this guy, and this guy, and I was like, oh cool, I'll vote for them. Yeah, like in in that same election, that was the local election, right? That was like when yeah. we were voting for when Shane won it, right? Oh no, no, I voted. No, that was my second one. That was that was only last year. Oh, I think. Well, I think I voted in two. I definitely voted in that one. But the, that one I voted in, I picked three people that I liked. Two of them were independents. One of them was Sinn Fein, and the yeah. rest of them that I voted for was based on how funny I thought they looked. So the funniest one got my my fourth vote, and then I just worked my way down. <laughs> that, what that's, a way that's to... I, oh, it's a what, horrible way. What, what a way to way. vote. <laughs> <laughs> it honestly was this such is, a horrible This way. right here, there's a perfect example of why we need politics <laughs> taught in schools. 
I was going to say, teach that shit in school, bitch. <laughs> Fucking hell. But, like, that's what I mean. Like, you know, like, we're, we're kind of just 18 all of a sudden. You're like, oh, you're allowed to make major decisions. Well, you know, you're allowed to partake yeah. in the major decision-making in this country. And you're like, oh, sick. Yeah. I think we do learn about the different parties and, like, only for briefly for, like, in our school, anyway, for, like, two, like, a year in first year, like, for, is it CSP or SBHE? You I might, think, like, like that's, that's far too early. That's, uh, like, first year is, like, 12 or 13. Why do they yeah, need to it's, know about the... It's, it's never um, pushed either, then after it, like, it's, it's just kind of, like, just, like, you're just told about it and then it's just moved on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. It's just kind of a gist of like what the crack yeah, is, but it, literally. It's, you're too young. You're too young. So like, if that was Brian yeah. in like sixth year, when people are going to soon be turning eighteen, then it actually know what they believe in yeah, firstly, that, and, and which show. party. Yeah, and which party they that's would like show. to go for. Because like, like I was saying, like I voted in in an election. I believe when I was young, and I just went with what my parents told me to do, because they were originally yeah. with like Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael, you know. And yeah, I yeah, voted yeah, with yeah. them. And then I, as I came to my second election, I was like, oh, fuck no. Why do you despise them? Cunts? They're against everything. They're against everything that I'm for. So I'm not voting yeah. for them again. But, you know, I'd already voted yeah. for them before. Like I said, it doesn't set you up. Like, I don't know how to apply for a mortgage. I don't know how to do the taxes. No. Right? No. Like, literally, I'm going to have to figure all this shit out myself. <laughs> you know? That's um, true. But, like... For it, it, like the education system's different for every single like not even if it's public or private like even if it's like different schools. The school we grew up in, we didn't even have fucking PE. No, our yeah. our, our was an hour on a Wednesday, kicking or hitting a ball around a field. Like, correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. Like, I don't know why there was no PE. Like that was everywhere, and we just didn't have it for some reason. Yeah. I yeah, don't get that like, one. Yeah, no, that's, for, that's it. PE got introduced into our school the year after I left. Yeah. Which like, is mad. Still, like, though, I, I, I don't know why it took so long to get it in. And like like you're yeah. saying, if you were if, if like we got like an hour to run around the field. And actually some people didn't. I didn't in like fifth and sixth year because I had to do extra English because I was in honors English. So I didn't even oh, get yeah. the chance to run around the field. Yeah. That that's such bullshit, man. And and in English, like you you you've been brought away from your physical education, right? Your physical health to read yeah. about King Lear. You know, like like William Shakespeare. Like like he was a great writer, a historically amazing writer. But why the fuck do I need to learn that shit? Yeah, literally. You know what I mean? Like... Why do I need to read fucking fucking prejudice? <laughs> That's it. Like, I just don't understand how how it came to be set up. Like, it's it's. I wouldn't mind the, the thing that bugs me the most about it is the fact that it's an archaic system that just hasn't moved with the times. It's still yeah practically the exact same system that was brought in whenever the fuck it was brought in. My parents studied the same things when they were in school. Like Do you know what I mean? Like that's, that's so problematic. Like how 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 isn't something like just advancing? Like everything else is supposed to advance, but just when it comes to educating the young people, it's like, oh no no, it's worked for years, and why would it? Why would we change it? Yeah, like I understand. Do you know? Like I was saying to you, like why do I need to learn about the inside of a plant and stuff like that? Obviously, yeah. you you need to find out some way if if you want to be like a botanist or you want to be find out some way if you want to be like. Because I know my partner wants to do a master's in Shakespearean theatre. So like yeah. that's something she wanted to do. You obviously have to give these kids a taste. But when you're coming into, you know, like 16, 17, 18, when you're kind of forced to have a decision what you want to do for the rest of your life. Yeah. And you're there sitting doing subjects that you don't want to do. Like you just you just don't want to be in school. Like it, it just that... frustrates me. Yeah, it's 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 so frustrating because it it happens too soon as well. You're too young making yeah. these decisions. Yes, that is so like true. in in Ireland, you make decisions. So like you you have a couple of electives, so you can choose to do I don't know like French French or art maybe whatever. Yeah, well, you make that decision going into fifth year, which is at what 
say, say 16, right? So at 16, then you're making a decision on what class you want to do. So that means that you are, you are expected to have some sort of an idea of what course you want to do in college, which would then set you up for life. Yeah. How are you supposed to know that at 16? Not at all. And then, yeah, not at all. And then you go one year further where, it like, again, like this is basically, this is all Ireland I'm speaking of because it's the only thing I've experienced in. So then in Ireland, yeah. then you're 17 doing your leaving cert. And then you're expected to pick the college course that you're going to do, which will set you up for the rest of your life at 17. And you're just, you're just expected to know. And if you don't know, if you suggest like taking a gap year, That's, it's frowned yeah. upon massively. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, you're just going to waste around for a year. Yeah. That's it. Oh, yeah. You're going to become a waster, right? Yeah. And you're just like, no, I just, I don't want to go to college, spend three grand a year on my course or on course fees gen- just to do something that I don't want to do. Yeah, 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 you're right, you're right. Yeah, like, it's it's just, it's far too young to be making a choice that's going to affect you for the rest of your life. Yeah, I, I completely agree. To give, like, a 16-year-old, force, force their hand by saying, this is going to be the thing that you do for the rest of your life. If you drop out, you're going to look like a bum. If you take a gap year, you're going to look like a bum. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, <laughs> yeah, li- that's li- it. But yeah, like, isn't it a thing in England that gap years are far more like they're looked upon a lot better? Yeah, yeah. O- over here, gap year. Like, I know a few people over here, like a few friends that took gap years, and um, they're like, I had a great time. Yeah. A few of my friends went on tour, like done Australia and stuff like that, um, done bits of India, and it seems a lot more. Like I know a lot more people here that done a gap year than of. I actually don't know anybody in Ireland who's done a gap year. For being honest, I genuinely don't. Yeah, I, I don't think any of our pals did a gap year. No, actually, two people, and they they, they were okay. like a friend. They were like um, siblings of a friend of ours. Oh okay. Yeah, they they done a gap year, and it worked for them. Yeah, it worked for them. They, they knew what they wanted to do, kind of coming out of it then. But, like, over here as well, um, holidays, are, like, the school year itself is a lot longer. And this is what another reason why I think Ireland's that little bit better as well, is that, like, it gives time for kids to be kids in Ireland, you know, like, yeah, with, with the summer holiday, it's three months, like, two and a half months in Ireland. Over here, it's six weeks. And sometimes you don't even get six weeks. You'll get, like, five weeks and a day, depending on what way it falls. Or you'll get just under five weeks. So you get like four weeks and, you know, like five days or something like that. School finishes like mid-July or late July. Yeah, like the 20th of July. I, roughly what? around that time, I'll be finishing up. Yeah. That's fucked. Yeah. I'll, I'll, be back, I'll be back in on uh, the second week in September. What the fuck, man? I had no yeah. idea it was but, that short. Technically, it's not even a summer holiday because August is autumn, isn't it? So you're just getting the... the, You're not even getting summer. That's so shit, right? Well, at least Ireland has one thing up then. (laughs) Yeah, like that actually gives time for kids to be kids as well. That's what I mean. Yeah. Kids in Ireland aren't stressing as much as kids over in the UK, for sure. And something that I think is a massive thing as well is the leaving cert again, for Ireland, it's just, it's far too stressful. And I feel like, similar to how colleges yeah. do, I feel like all schools should have psychiatrists. I feel like they should be like school employees to help, especially yeah. in those kids who are like 16, 17, who are already going through a tough enough point in their lives, like where they're trying to figure out themselves. They then have like these massive exams put on top of their head that, are going to set them up for life. Like, like that's, that's, that's something that really frustrates me. Yeah. Like, and the thing is as well, what's messed up about that. As soon as you come into first year, like just for anybody that doesn't know, it's like your first year of secondary school in Ireland, straight off the bat, they're talking about the leaving cert, not the junior cert. The junior cert is like the same thing as the leaving cert, but you do when you're 15. It's, it's pretty pointless. I think the leaving cert or the junior cert is, it's just not needed. <laughs> no, like, I it's agree. genuinely not needed. It's obviously just a warm up for the leave insert in like yeah. that few years' time. So you not kind of know it's what you're going into. But like, it's literally a warm up to do exams. Like as if 
yeah, as like, if that's fucking like, necessary. Yeah, like you do exams at the end of every year anyway, and then you've yeah. got your mock exams for the leave insert in February to sit yeah. your actual exams in like June. Do you know? Like, yeah. So you do exactly. get plenty of fucking warm up time, inverted commas. You get so plenty of time. Pointless. Yeah. And yeah. um, but like as soon as you go into first year, you're instantly being bombarded with the fear of failing the leave insert. Instantly. It literally like instantly, yeah. Yeah, you come in and you're split up into your um in, in our school anyway, we were split up into our class A and class B, and as soon as you sat down They'd be like, so you're basically going to be here until sixth year, and that's your leave insert year. The work starts now. Do you know what I mean? And you're like, it's six <laughs> years away? Yeah. Just like, it, it's, no, it's not even that. Like, it's at least five years away. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm 12, and you're telling me about shit I have to worry about when I'm 17, 18. That's it. Like, I'm 12. I've just discovered the first hair on my ball sack. And that's all I care about. Yeah. Why, yeah. why, I, you, why are you telling me about my yeah. leave insert? I've discovered hair on, like, my... <laughs> on my yeah, you're right. I, I've discovered that, like, I, like, I don't just piss from my dick. Do you know what I mean? Yes, exactly. And they're fucking just immediately bombarding you. We should have... What does it matter? Yeah, like... Can you actually just help me out with like what my body is actually going through? Like, and I, I didn't even. Do you know what? I didn't even get the talk in school. Did you? Did you get the sex talk in school? That's that's what I was just about to say as you said that. I I got half an hour to an hour of a sex ed talk when I was in fifth class. So fifth class and really? primary school. Yeah. So I would have been like, geez, I would have been young. Like I'm saying, so I would have been like maybe nine, nine or ten. <laughs> Yeah. And so like ba- that was it. Yeah, until you went into biology and you learned about the reproductive system. Yeah, but that's not that's and that, not like that's not sex ed, like that's just biology. Yeah, that's just like simple bodily functions, you know what I mean? Yeah. I I, yeah. I don't remember ever get ever getting a sex talk in school. Really? Never. Not once. Like Oh, mate, don't worry, you didn't miss out. The one I got was from a woman who worked in the church. So it was a, a sex talk, basically, <laughs> from, a, from a godly point of view. So... <laughs> and you, what, you'd, walk around, you'd walk around the village and you'd bump into her, would you? you take notes there, <laughs> did you? <laughs> but yeah, like, that's it. What does a, a nine-year-old... Like, obviously, yeah, like, we should be getting like sex education yeah. from about that age up but it has to be continuous if i get yeah. that once at nine i'm not remembering that when i'm actually going to have sex then at 16 17 18 and up yeah, yeah like, that's I'm so not... true. and there's like you're getting kids who are getting pregnant at the ages of 12 because yeah. they may not necessarily know that they're how how their body works so they don't know that yeah. like if sperm enters the vagina that that's how you get pregnant like they yeah. might not necessarily know them, and no, I, to be I, fair, they, they, they I, I don't know it. Like, I, like I didn't know that when I was young. Did you know that? I hadn't a clue. I thought I thought you, pissed, I thought you weed in a girl. That that's what I thought this... growing. I thought, yeah, the educate the the education I got on sex was on the playground in school, and I I genuinely believed up until like the ages of like maybe eleven, twelve, that you weed in. Well, not maybe not twelve, but ten, eleven. That you yeah. genuinely weed in in a girl, and that's how they got pregnant. Genuinely, yeah. This is, like when I was young, I thought my dick was a magnet, and a girl's vagina was another magnet, and we would just, if we got too close, we'd be sucked together. <laughs> so I have to be very, very uh, careful to always keep my dick to the wall in case there was a girl around, because I wasn't told. I wasn't like, told anything. Yeah. I just, I was making up mad notions in my head, being like, "Oh, what the fuck, sex." Whoa, what if it's oh, like so magnets? Like you came up with. Yeah, I came up with it myself because when I start getting to that stage, I'm like, I've no idea how this actually works. So I'm going to try imagine yeah. a scenario myself. And that's just where my brain went to. But yeah, like, why am I having to come up with examples of how sex works on my own? That's so fucked up. Yeah, honestly, like, how has nobody like sat you down and like said, oh, yeah, 
this is this is how babies are made. I thought they came from the belly button, mate. I thought that's why yeah. we have belly buttons. This is it. Like, see, people like obviously there's others who believe what we believe because, like, like yeah. that everyone just well, kind of came up with their own scenario and believed it. Believed. I don't Sorry, believe believed. that shit now. <laughs> but you know, like, how how is everybody going through a similar situation, and no one has once thought we should probably we should probably change yeah. up the system and actually teach people. Yeah, teach these kids how to um how to actually safely have sex and stuff like that. But in yeah, like literally, Sweden yeah. and, and Scandinavian countries, they're um they're teaching their students and pupils uh, about sex education from the ages of four, five, six, like really, really yeah. young. Yeah. Yeah, and what's good about that is the fact that these are open to it a lot at an early stage. So not only do they have more knowledge, they're more comfortable around it and they can talk about with that a little bit more as well. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred percent. Yeah, it, like I mean, it's it's the Scandinavian more, countries it's just seem to be ahead to of us. It. Yeah, no, hundred percent it is. Like, why not get kids involved in something that they're going to spend the rest of their lives doing? Pretty much, yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much, like, like it, it's 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 going to be a massive part in everybody's lives once we hit puberty, basically. Especially yeah. during puberty, it's it's all you think about, and then as you get past that stage, then you're not thinking about it anymore because you're doing it, but you're doing it often, like. So how isn't it something yeah. that we're told? Oh, 100%. It's, it's, a, it's a confusing one. It, it, it's, it is. Like, it's mad. I, that, that was just our experience anyway. Uh, I'm sure like in over over here in England, it has to be different. It has to be different. Because yeah, see. It's we're a little bit behind so, England in a sense. Yeah. Yeah. And like up until like very recently, it was a very, you know, the Catholic Church had massive influence on everything. So yeah, I'd imagine like that's a, a big part yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, and like so hopefully... just not saying that like the Catholic Church had a say in it, so that's what everybody believed. But the, it genuinely was like the Catholic Church had an influence on the education system, had influence on government. Yeah. So yeah. what we learned, like what generations learned about sex, was that it was a sin. Don't do it outside of a wedlock, or don't get yeah. married, or don't get pregnant outside of wedlock. Or actually going to hell, and that's what we were being taught in schools. Not us yeah. necessarily, but and and like the education systems just finished with that. I feel like, especially in like rural areas where we grew up. Yeah, I feel like they're definitely getting away from the religious aspect of it. But I mean, it's still this stuff still isn't being taught. It's older people who are now in the power. They don't know how to talk about it because they were never talked to about it. So it's this yeah, kind of 100%. weird, it's this kind of, yeah, it's like this weird space where they're uncomfortable, uncomfortable talking about it. So they're not going to help anyone who's younger to get comfortable with it because they can't, they're too uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. But like surely someone um, eventually has to just break that. Just because uh, I feel like we're talking a lot about sex education right now. Just to <laughs> fair, break away fair. from that a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Uh, just to break away from that a little bit. Even with the education system in both England and Ireland. Everybody has a teacher who is just there to have a job in it. Just there oh, to have a pay. Yeah. And nobody is getting a benefit from it. The person no. who's the person who's teaching is just there from a nine to five. They're not happy. The students aren't going to learn anything from them. Did you, ever, did you see that video on TikTok that's going around pretty recent? Like, I've seen it years ago before, so I know it's a pretty old video. But it was that guy in America, he stood up in his class, and he was like, you're not going to teach us by, like, just handing out booklets. You've got to get us excited. you you got to get us wanting to learn. Yeah. And she, he was just like, I'm actually doing my job. I know how to do my job. Are you telling me how to do my job? And he was like, fucking right, I'm telling you how to do your job because you're doing it so poorly. Yeah, but it was just like, I, I feel like the main problem on, is then. is because it's you can become, say, a teacher based on how you do in your like again. I'm talking about Ireland, but in Ireland, it's how you do in your leaving cert, meaning how many points you get. So that's how the yeah. base of who can be a teacher. But just because you're yeah. good at regurgitating information does not mean you've any mm-hmm. passion to be a teacher. It doesn't mean like this is what you want to do because so many people think they want to be teachers. And then they like I'm get sure, into yeah. a classroom and there's, uh, yeah, and there's that one kid who's just like, you know, he probably has ADD. He's not being looked after correctly and he's acting up and they're like, I fucking hate kids. I hate teaching, but it's a great job. Yeah. It's great benefits. So I'm going to stay here. 
Yeah, and they just they just ignore that one kid who does have some sort of learning difficulties. Or yeah. like this, this kid could be really really smart. He just struggles to concentrate, but they won't yeah. put in any time or try and give them a helping hand to get him to learn that little bit better. Yeah. But again, that's just that's just other certain teachers. You get other teachers as well who are just absolutely amazing. There's teachers that if I bumped into them on the street, I would still call them sir or miss. And there's yeah. teachers in the street where I would call them by their name based on the respect that I got from them and the respect yeah. that I still have for them from my time at school. Yeah. Yeah, but see, that's it. Like, because those, those people obviously went to teacher teaching because they had a passion for it compared to the others who went in for the, you know, three weeks holiday or the three months holidays, the nice paycheck. And like, you can yeah. really tell the difference. You can, you can massively tell the difference. Yeah. We had teachers in our school who were fucking weirdos, man. <laughs> like, we, we had teachers who were just like, how, how are you not arrested? So I had her for, this just goes to show like some of the weirdness of the teachers that we had. Do you know um, your career guidance teacher? Yeah. Well, she was my English teacher, right? Yeah. And she turned around to us one day reading, we were reading Pride and Prejudice, funny enough, like we were saying earlier on. And she turned around to us and she was like, isn't it romantic? Isn't, isn't Pride and Prejudice so romantic? I have a story about romance. So... I know this family who worked in a farm in the local in the local like town where you know where we kind of grew up, and they had this farmhand, and the farmhand was there from the ages of fifteen, and one day the couple who owned the farm got pregnant, and the young boy came over and said, "If it's a girl, do you mind if I marry her when she becomes of age?" Bear in mind, they just literally found out. The woman was pregnant. So when that girl was born, the whole way through her childhood, she was being groomed not by oh, the fucking not by the fucking um the fella who was working there, but her fucking parents as well. And the whole time the teacher was like, Isn't it so romantic? And they're still together now to this day. And it's like, that's not romantic. That's fucking brainwashing paedophilia. <laughs> that's what that is. And she was, she tried to compare that to Pride and Prejudice. You know, <laughs> at least, at least in Pride and Prejudice, they could fucking speak by the time they were trying to get with each other. Like, do you know? Oh my God, man. That's so fucked up. It's so fucked, man. Honestly, it's absolutely ridiculous. Some of the shit that's, that came out of her mouth. Like, no, but like that's it. It's because it's it's to become a teacher. It's it's too strict on like results, you know. Yeah. So like there's yeah, people yeah, yeah. like that, big fucking weirdos who are clever. Yeah, but they have two brain cells about how to deal with young people and just telling yeah. like, weird ass stories. But like my girlfriend really wants to become a teacher, and she's just finding it really difficult because she didn't get the points originally, but to go in like the back doors. You need massive amounts of experience. You know, you need great references. You know, you need all yeah. these other bits that just don't make sense. Like, it's if you have a passion for teaching, it should be interview-based to become a teacher instead of, yeah. you know, how, how smart you are, Yeah, in my opinion. Yeah. And then that would cut out a lot of really weird teachers like that. But, yeah, that, that uh, woman you were talking about telling that really weird story, I'm not happy with her because... Like you said, she was my career gu- my career guidance counselor, and you know they're supposed to set you you know help you and set you on a path for life. So yeah. I went to her, and she was like, "Oh, what subjects do you like?" And I said, "Oh, I like art." And she said, "Oh, okay, so you're creative. Let's get you a job involving art." And I said, "Sure, I, I don't you know I I was sixteen at the time. I was." anxious off my fucking head depressed i was like i don't care i don't want to i don't want to go to college i want to take a year out and try you know get myself back and she was like no 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 come on we'll go to college so she suggested something that involved a t- the tiniest piece of art in the world which was advertising and marketing which is what i did so she suggested I, advertising and marketing and architecture because i said i like art and i was like honestly right 
neither of those sound fun. And she said, no, it's not about, it's not about having fun. It's about getting a job. You know, you really want to, you really want to do something that you'll get a job from. And that's put me in a bollocks of a situation ever since I left. Cause I went and did a four year degree in something I don't really like. And now I'm unemployed, <laughs> you know, with a degree in yeah. my back pocket that's not being used because of yeah. like a, a poor teacher who didn't see anything in me and didn't want to get to know me enough yeah. to actually make a suggestion that would help me in life instead of just, you know, or just being like, all right, look, I don't want to deal with you and you, you're wanting to do arse bullshit, get out of my office. And I was like, okay. Yeah, literally. But like at the same time, that's that woman was saying paedophilia was romantic, so I won't take a fucking thing that she says into account. No, I get you. Honestly, yeah, she was a nut. But like we we also nut. had teachers that would really get us, you know, ready for school and stuff like that. Like people that want, like teachers that got me wanting to be into school. We we had she taught Irish as well, but she taught me extra English. So like, because I was born in England and I moved over that little bit too late to start learning Gaelic, I'd done extra English classes, and she was like one of them teachers who could teach everything. She mm. could teach a little bit of this, a little bit of that, and she really got me into basically school. I woke up most mornings and I couldn't wait to get into her class. And we could be learning the exact same thing that I was learning in, in, you know, one subject. But she'd made it interesting. Yeah. She what make me want to learn more. And she retired as I was going into fifth year. And then ever since then, especially in fifth year, I just didn't want to go to school. Yeah. There was nothing that I was particularly interested in. I was getting, me and like a friend of ours was getting bullied by our French teacher. I just, genuinely, genuinely bullied by teachers. <laughs> bullied by the teacher. Honestly, she, she'd, set, she'd set me and him homework. Not, not even the whole class, just me and him. Oh my God, man. Honestly, she was, she was an absolute, like he got to the point where he got up and walked out one of the classes, but Teachers that like teachers that get me to want to learn is the reason why I think that there's not enough of them, which is the reason why the education system isn't great. It doesn't set you yeah. up in the first place, but the people no. who are involved in it, some of them don't necessarily want to be there. The people that do want to be there and make a difference, there's not enough of. Yeah, that's it. There's just not enough of them. There's just too, like we we're saying, too many people get the job based on. The fact that they got some good results, but they couldn't care less about teaching. And then you have yeah. students who get on in life, start a podcast and bitch about them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Only if we could use names. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a fucking game. Yeah. But yeah. So, some of the Poor best way. times in my life, though, like we've talked a little bit about the education system now, like as a whole, but some of the best memories of my entire life have been in school. Do you know what I mean? Like, when people I mean, turn around and, like, you cannot lie, every single day you went into that school, you laughed at least once. That's true. But I don't, I don't vibe with the whole school days are the best days of your life. Oh, oh no, not at all. College fucking... was way fucking better for me. <laughs> yeah, man, I was smoking fucking weed in college. Yeah, I was doing drugs in college. <laughs> <laughs> Nah, like, it was, it, like, there are obviously good things to school as well. Like, you know, it's not just us boping on here being like, oh, no, everything about school is shit. There's, of course, going to be the good bits as well. But yeah, like, a lot of it is like, fucking school shit. Does, school does provide you with social skills. That's one thing that it definitely does give you without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, that's true. That's the one thing that it does give you. But when you go into, like, college and stuff like that, the vibe is completely different. The, yeah. the people who are teaching you aren't there for a paycheck. Yeah, they're there because they're smart, but they're there because they want to kind of... Like in my college anyway, in my university, they were there to set me up in a degree for the rest of my life. I'm not sure about yours because yours was like a, a bigger university, wasn't it? Yeah, but I think like like you're saying, the one thing you do see a lot with lecturers is the fact that they've obviously been studying their course there or whatever for so long that they clearly have a passion for it and they want to try and instill that passion in you. 
Yeah, which they, is something they, you they never see. Yeah, and they want to teach yeah. you that. Yeah, yeah, but like you never, yeah, that's that's the difference there. I found in in going to to uh, college or uni is that the lecturers yeah, wanted they wanted to actually teach the subject. They want you engage, and if you engage, they they love you because you're like shit. Yeah. They have an interest. I like them a lot, and then then you know yeah. you'd actually be able to have a good relationship. Like I've I've good relationships with some of my lecturers. Like I could get onto them, and they'd remember me, and you know I could get yeah, a awesome. good reference off them. But I could, I could not do that from school. Not at all. I wouldn't no. want it from school either. No, but like, especially because I feel like when you get to sec or to to uni, you know, you, it's it's not as much like it still is, but it's not as much based on the whole memory thing. Just kind yeah. of memorizing and regurgitating. That was my problem in school. Was like I'm able to do it, and I'm able to get by doing it. I can I can pass exams off not studying and just kind of you know what I remember from class not very well yeah. but, you know I pass <laughs> but, yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah a lot of times I I wasn't going to do that I wasn't going to just kind of regurgitate shit so teachers had a problem with that a lot of the time and then I got kind of labeled as not labeled like in a few classes I was kind of like a, a trouble child like just all like oh shut up Jerry sit at the back I don't want to hear from you and then I just kind of be forgotten yeah. about. And then, like, when I came to do my leaving cert, I got by. I knew I would. But yeah, I was, ex- like, I expected a lot more from me. I ended up doing uh, advertising and marketing, and I, and I got a 1-1. So, like, that's, yeah. practically, oh, well up, up near, that's practically up near the top of the class. Whereas in school, I ended up with, like, my averages, like, C's and D's. Because yeah. I wasn't taught, and I wasn't taught too correctly. And I feel like that's a lot of people's problems. Because yeah, especially like, around I, I where turn- we're from... Yeah, people like they're they're not talked or they're not taught correctly, and then they never want to touch college, so they just go and do a, you know, like a trade, and it's not necessarily yeah. what they want to yeah. do, but they're going to do a trade and build in a trade and uh, like as an electrician <laughs> instead of going to college to maybe like draw, which is what they really want to do, but because they hate yeah. school so much, they just will never touch off, and that's that's a massive problem. I feel like when you're in in school, if if you're labeled yeah. as a problem child or if you haven't a good enough memory for regurgitating your value is yeah. immediately lowered so if if, yeah. if i'm not regurgitating enough and i get a d i'm not valued as highly as the kids that can spit out an exact essay and get an a so that means they're going yeah. like they they hold themselves to a higher value whereas i don't i'm yeah, then yeah. going on to my next phase in life either heading into uni or else not like avoiding uni completely because i'm like i can't go to uni i'm too stupid I'm not. Yeah. I'm gonna fail. Like, the teachers have basically told me I'm gonna fail if I try it. So what's the point? I was so close to not going to college as well because the day I got my my leave and cert results, like the teachers come around basically to look how you did in their subjects, not necessarily yeah. how you did. Yeah. And uh, I like I got by. I didn't get what I wanted. So out of six hundred and twenty-five points, I got two hundred and eighty-five points. Right. Yeah. I didn't hit that 300 mark threshold that you're supposed to hit. That that's, yeah. It's kind of expected of you. So a few of the teachers kind of came up to me, like even in the classes that I wasn't necessarily happy in or I enjoyed. And they yeah. came up to me and they're like, well, you could have done better, couldn't you? And I'm like, oh, oh whose fucking fault that is. It was your job to fucking <laughs> teach them. Like, do you know what I mean? Uh, I, was sit- I was sitting in your oh, lessons you know. and you were just blanking me every time I put my hand up for a question and that's it oops, yeah. it's my fault I've done bad in French <laughs> you know <laughs> or it's, it's my bad it's my bad that I don't know how to draw a a, a wall in construction <laughs> yeah man they're coming around and then they're kind of like oh you should have done better there and you're like oh cheers so now I feel even fucking worse about myself thank you oh th- thanks mate really really appreciate you really appreciate yeah. it. thank you now yeah i'll never see you again so on that note peck off yeah you never finished why didn't you want to go to college because of that i just thought i wasn't oh, smart just enough. because of that that oh wow see that's it i, ge- that's I genuinely it, like... was like what's the point of me even going to college if what i was expected i i, I could never reach that that's and that it. was because of the way the education system employs their staff yeah. Could you imagine if, and obviously this will never happen because it'd be such a process. Could you imagine people who had degrees, uh, PhDs, and so basically, could you imagine if lecturers taught young people? Like yeah, if but, they taught in secondary school. 
this is this is basically what I was saying earlier. It's too easy to become a teacher. To become a lecturer, you yeah. have to have a P- you have to have a doctorate, like a PhD. No, you don't. Apologies, yeah. you have to have a master's. You have to have a master's to become a part time lecturer. You need a PhD to be a full time lecturer. So that means yeah. the entry requirements are far higher. So only people who really, really want to teach, want to lecture, can become lecturers. Yeah. Whereas for a school, I, I could I could go become a teacher if I wanted to just for the holidays. I could. Yeah. It'd be work. Yeah, but I could do it. But like that's the problem. Yeah. Why can I do that so easily when I hate kids? I don't want to be in a classroom with a bunch of kids. But I could <laughs> I could do it. And then like I'm just fucking up their lives. But fuck it, I'm getting a paycheck and I'm getting holidays. Yeah. Literally. And like I, I work problem. in a school as well. I, I work at a school as well and I can see that there's some kids with learning difficulties that yeah. are not necessarily getting the help that they require because there's such a shortage on people who do my job, like a learning, yeah. an LSA. Like there's there's yeah. so many, there's such a shortage on that. But then there's people who have qualified to become a teacher but can't necessarily get jobs because the teachers that are in certain jobs are in the same school until the day they retire. Yeah. So there's no, there's no, there's there's no opportunity for change. You see, because if you don't take out the old cogs and put in new ones, the machine is just going to run exactly the same as it would normally. Do you know it won't be upgraded yeah. or it won't be it won't be improved. So yeah. when there's shortages, when there's shortages for staff, and there's over over an um, overqualified teachers trying to get into a job. That, like I said, that they're overqualified for, and that yeah. there's just no room for them. It just leaves it just leaves people, or leaves the whole education system in this weird kind of limbo where it wants to change but can't. Yeah, Man, we had so many older teachers who hated their fucking lives. Oh, they like didn't want to all, all of our teachers that we had retired recently. Yeah, do you know That's what I mean? How, so yeah. they, they were all really old teachers. Yeah, that's it. So like our school, our school life was, in terms of the education of it was fucked because we were stuck with all the yeah. fucking old ass teachers that were there 20, 30 plus years and they didn't want to be there yeah. anymore. They were just counting down the days to retirement. So you'd come into class yeah. and I'd cough and the teacher looked at me like, get out that door. And I'd like, cool. Yeah, good day. Good day at school. I, I literally got kicked out of class for doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. I know. I literally got kicked out of the class for doing nothing. I wasn't. I wasn't taking down work. Yeah, sure, but I wasn't messing <laughs> either. Do you know? Like I was just. Yeah. I was just being. I, I was just present in the class, and yeah. it was with the. Do you know the honors maths teacher that we had and the history yeah. teacher that we had? Yeah. So it was with him, and I like I went to grab my pen, and he went, "Get out!" I went, "What?" <laughs> and he went, "He went, get out now!" And I was like. Really? And he was like, yes, really, get out now. And I was, just, I just stood outside and the deputy principal came over. I was like, what are you out here for? And I was like, sir, I, I actually don't know. I genuinely can't, I can't tell you what I've done. <laughs> like, you know, I, I'm so unsure. I don't know how I've got into this situation. <laughs> like, I was so confused. Oh my God. I think my wildest one is not that wild. But when I was in like second year, I loved history. And I got a ban on asking questions. I was limited to like, Did you? I was limited to three questions a class because from I wanted him. to learn. No, no, from a, a different, she was only there for a while. She was only there for like a year. But I was, oh. I loved history and I really wanted to learn. So I'd have a question and I was limited to three. So I'd ask a question and she'd look at me with the greatest distaste in her, in her eyes and like she talked to me as if as if I'm a fucking idiot, right? She'd go, "Is that is that really what you want to waste one of your questions on?" And I, I, if I asked more than my allotted questions, I was I was immediately kicked out. No questions asked. Really? Yeah. yeah. So she was like, "Okay, that's your third. No more from you, or you're gone." And then I'd forget because ten minutes had passed, and I was interested. I wanted to learn. I'd ask a question. She was like, four out." I'd be like. Oh, right. So me wanting to learn was apparently distracting to the class. So what I can't the fuck? I swear to fuck. 
that's how fucked up this shit is. Like these teachers who don't want to be there when you actually try engage, they kick you out because <laughs> you're distracting. The best thing about school is when students stand up to the teachers. Have you ever been in that situation where like one of the class, like maybe it might be the ruffian of the class, you know, the one that doesn't <laughs> do much work or anything like yeah. that. And they back chat the teacher and the whole class goes, oh. <laughs> and it's better when it's one of those teachers that don't want to be there. So you're just like, oh, yes. They, this is the yeah. last thing they wanted today. <laughs> I love like, this. Like I, I was in class, in the, in the English class. And th- we were trying to like, quote off i can't even remember what it was like certain quotes and they asked one of the, the other students and she, she had like learning difficulties as well okay. and she, she couldn't she could as much as she tried to revise these these quotes she just couldn't get them out she was just like stumbling on them and she, she knew what the quote was but she just couldn't say them and yeah. she get her detention because she didn't know the quote she didn't do her homework and then i turned around to her and i said well, miss, if they're so important, can you tell us one? And the whole class went, oh. And she went, like, I could see her lip quiver. You know what I mean? Like, her lip was quivering. And then um, the, the class ended anyway. And she's like, I'll speak to you at the end. The class went out and she was like, can I talk to you? And I was like, yeah, go on. And she was like, basically saying, I thought that was a bit disrespectful. And I was like, it's a bit disrespectful that you gave a dyspraxic girl detention because she didn't know the quotes. You know, I find that a bit disrespectful. And she was that like, is a bit... hey, it's my job. Are you telling me how to do my job? And I'm like, no, I'm not, miss. But you can't you can't be doing that. Like, you know, yeah. so I just just to save the hassle, because I knew it was just going to go around in circles. I apologize. And I left to save yeah. the hassle for myself more than her. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, that's it. You just got to just be like, right, I'm, I'm not winning this. So I'm just going to dip. It's not even that. It's like I'm not getting through to her. She doesn't understand where I'm coming from. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, that's because that's because you're the the silly little student. You're there to only listen to her. You're not meant to yeah, actually I, come back with something. Yeah, I I shouldn't have an opinion. No, exactly. That's it. That's that's how we're raised. It's just like, all right, yeah, like I don't want to hear from you. you. Listen to me speak, and then just write down everything I say, and then repeat it to me in exam. Yeah, like there's there's a teacher in my school that I'm working at and with the year sevens talking about computing and the difference between ROM and RAM. I don't even know the difference between that. And he literally turns around and he says, all you have to do is look at the board, read it, write it down, look at it, read it again. And when I ask you, repeat it to me. And I'm like, that's funny. Yeah. I get what you're saying. But no one's going to be excited about this subject. No yeah. one's going to want to do their work in this subject because you're just making it boring for them. And like, yeah, I, do, I would even talk to them. I'd talk to like the staff and stuff like that. And they'd be like, oh, they don't want to learn this class. They just don't want to be here. I'm like, well, you're not exactly making it the best fucking place to be. Like, do you, do you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. Like, we, we take in information so much better when we're naturally curious about it. And that's it. That's what yeah. these people don't yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These people are just like, this is the information. Here it is. And you're just like, oh, how can I possibly be interested in this when you're speaking to me in the yeah. most monotone voice in the fucking world? Yeah, yeah. But the, like, that's, like, why, that's again why lecturers are better because a lecturer will come in not giving a fuck. He's like, oh, f- for fuck's sake, John, did you not do the bit of homework I asked you to do? John's like, no. And he's like, oh, f- man, why are you here? Like, and it, it, it's real. It's a real interaction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it it yeah, just like, shows like that's that that way you will learn when they actually interact with you when they actually make it a bit engaging. But like you're saying, primary or secondary teachers, regular old teachers, they don't do it. Yeah, the one thing that I will say on college negatively is the workload is ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But because like there is a larger workload, but when it's continuous assessments, it's a far better signifier of where students are. Yes, it's it's not like it's continuous assessment with an exam at the end, sure, but you know what yeah. you're at going into the exam because you get that extra percentage, don't you? Exactly, yeah. Something that I only was introduced to in uni was how to explore my natural curiosities and creativity. 
Yeah. And it's something that once, once I figured out how to do it, I was so pissed off. So like that and critical thinking, I wasn't on any of this. That's, that's my main, that's my big, big problem with the education system is it's beating out of you. If you show any sign of like that, when I was naturally curious about history, I was so interested and she was like, no, ask three questions. If you go over that, get the fuck out. So that obviously numbed me a bit in terms of my love for history because it was like right well if i show love for history i'm gonna get in trouble and i'm gonna get kicked out of class i better stop doing that but even when i was young and i i i loved art and i showed a love for art you know yeah. not in, like not and mad like i'm not a mad artist myself like i can't paint and shit because i wasn't really taught how but like when yeah. our art teacher we we get an art teacher into primary school maybe at once every three or four weeks and I showed like yeah. how excited I was every time, and then nothing was done about it. They weren't like they didn't in any way try and build that up. Like, it was then it was then immediately like okay, nice, you had your hour of art. Now go back to doing exactly what I'm saying. Okay, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna defend that school for a quick sec because I know that school didn't even have like a hundred students in it at, at some some years. Very, very rarely they went over a hundred. Like sometimes, I bet it was just you and like what's it, three other lads in the in in the class. The rest were all girls. Yeah. Right. So it was like, like a that, yeah. very small year group. Like you, I'm sure you didn't even get over into the high teens in your year group. Oh no! In no, in no, that in, in primary school, so yeah, they didn't yeah, really six. have. You didn't even get into the tens then. Do you know what no. I mean? Yeah. So like your your. Uh, your school might not have had the the the, the facilities for that big man. No, <laughs> you know, no, like that, that's true. No, hundred percent. Like we didn't have the facilities to be bringing in an art teacher, but there's no reason why our actual teacher couldn't take one maths class aside and do like some a bit more interesting. That's what I mean. Like I don't yeah. mean just in terms of the art. I mean just things that get kids curious. You know, go outside and play in the yeah. dark. See if you can dig up some worms. Especially like young kids. Young kids experience everything with every sense you know they'll pick shit up they'll hit themselves with it they'll lick it they're they're just trying to figure out the world right and then you're four or five years old and you're put into a class and you're not allowed to do that if you show any signs of even leaving your desk you're a bad kid you're meant to just sit there how yeah how is it how is a child who's gone like the first few years of their life with ultimate freedom trying out everything they can to just understand the world that we're in and then all of a sudden they're just like Oh yeah, sit, don't yeah. move, and listen to this adult that you don't know. But like, then, you, then you get kids in there in like the school system that genuinely know what they want to be. Like, especially where we grew up, a lot of them knew for a fact that they would be farmers. Like <laughs> yeah. they, they, and that, no, honestly, there's nothing wrong with that. But no. they were forced to sit in classes like history. You know, they they were just picking classes to be in them to stay in yeah. school. They yeah. weren't given any other, but yet they thrived in like metalwork or agricultural yeah. sciences because yeah. they knew what they wanted to be. And there's that, that's just not for the kids who wanted to become farmers. There's kids that went into the school that knew exactly what they wanted, like even from like the ages of 12. It's, it's, it, it's a rare scenario that this does happen, but it happens. Yeah. And they're, they're forced to sit into these classes that, they have no interest in and they're learning in the subjects like, and their their enthusiasm for s- subjects that they actually want to learn in decreases over time because it's just grinded down by yeah. you know Pythagoras's theorem you know yeah of course all this yeah. all this kind of shit school should just be tailored to to like obviously it's hard to tailor it to every single student but there just needs to be more options and more tailoring mm-hmm. to the students yeah it's and that's, like that, that's exactly. why it, that's why England's a little bit better. Like in like it's England and Ireland are like completely different in so many ways. But the one thing that over here in England as well is that when you go into college, like when you hit sixteen, you do your GCSEs, which is our junior cert, and then after that, you either go to college or you go you go to sixth form and you do you take the more academic route. But in that sense, you can actually specify in something that you want to do, but being 16 and deciding what you want to do is a little bit difficult. It's a little bit tricky. I didn't know yeah. what I, I didn't even know what I wanted to do when I was, it was, it was only because 
influences outside of school made me want to do social care. Yeah. I mean, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I feel like, like obviously, the, the English system is better. It's still hard to know what you want to do at 16, but at least you can kind of even generally push towards one side of what you feel like might be more your thing. Yeah, for sure. Like, so you can like definitely that's... pick up stuff that you're interested in. Yeah, that's it. So that's a massively better system than what we have in Ireland, 100%. Yeah. yeah, like you're, you're. I feel like you're one of the lucky ones in terms of, you know, like you're saying, like you were kind of outside forces that kind of led you to social care, but you're, you're using it, you know, you're using that degree and, yeah, you know, you're now in a school, you're using your degree in a school and it's, it's, it's pretty sick for you. So like it, it's worked out for you at least <laughs> it's worked for one of well, us. I, well, no, I think it worked out for you, mate, as well, because if you didn't do that marketing degree, you won't be, you won't be even talking to me now because I I got you through the Twitch stream doing digital marketing ideas. Yeah, well that's true. Like it's all it all kind of leads somewhere, doesn't it? Everything kind of it's all somewhere. full cycle for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I found out recently that school hours, the hours that you're in school, they're just there because they're based around the capitalist society that we all live in. So what? you're in school from <laughs> that got a bit deep. Yeah, yeah, you're in school from nine or just before nine to what, like four, three, four, five, whatever it is, oh, whatever like, stage of whatever stage of school stuff, you're in. Yeah. yeah, that's just because like that's so the parents can drop you off, go to work, and come home. Yeah, so that that's what happened over here with COVID. Boris got the schools going back because they, they needed people to get back to work, and they're like, "Oh, school is the safest place to be for them." When yeah. all the evidence pointed out that. The kids mingling together yeah. and bringing their germs back home was how COVID yeah. was spreading. But they were, it, it's just <laughs> how it, it, it suits it suits the it suits adults, not kids. Yeah, exactly. There's a good podcast I was listening to. It's a blind boy podcast. He has a neuroscientist on it. Her name is Dr. Sabina Brennan. So she's a neuroscientist. Okay. She studies the brain, and she was just basically saying that. For teenagers especially, their brains work so much better at such a higher level late at night. That's why teenagers are oops, they want to stay up late because it's when their their brain is fully active is at nighttime. Yeah. So they should be staying up late and then sleeping in in the morning so that way they can get a full night's sleep and their brain can recover properly. But they can't yeah. do that because that doesn't work for capitalism, so that doesn't work for the school system. So that's why kids and teenagers are just being like, oh yeah, just adapt. Just so what? Get over it. Go to sleep earlier, which is fucked up yeah. as well. It's fucked up as well. Like, like it's, it, it's our brain's natural way wants to be up later. Like as teenagers, wants to be up later and sleep in. But the boys are like, yeah. "All right, well, fuck your body, you know, fuck that." The boys, the boys who run the education system. Yeah, the big boys are top. If you want to check out something that's just as interesting as that, you should look up the TED Talk, Peter Gray and play. What he basically says is that like kids aren't kids anymore for certain yeah. reasons that's developed over time. And he was like, when I was in school, there was no such thing as homework. School was school. Yeah. Home was home. But now school is school, but home is also school. Yeah. And then the summer holidays are getting shorter and shorter as the school day is getting longer and longer. So yeah. kids aren't developing into the adults that they want to be or that that they should be even is that why millennials are now going through a state of extended childhood you know how 30 is now 20 30 doesn't mean anything anymore like obviously age doesn't mean anything but if you're 30 30 year olds nowadays aren't expected to be like 30 year olds from 20 years ago well if you if you think of 30 year olds 20 years ago some of them didn't go to college some of them left school and went a job. Some of them didn't even get past into leaving cert or A levels. Some of them like left school when they could at like sixteen. Yeah. Got jobs and started working. So yeah, but when we it, have it was, an extended childhood, so to say, they had yeah. their childhood kind of cut short and then they became adults like as soon as possible. They got a job in like wherever. So it was different times. Yeah, no, no, definitely. But I think just in terms of like how you're saying with that TED Talk, your man speaks on how we're losing childhood or like it's kind of being not we're not losing the childhood, but the childhood is being slightly taken from us. So do you think that's maybe a reason why we've then kind of pushed our childhood even f- further forward? 
Yeah. So, I think so like so. now, like I d- you know, I... like twenty year olds, like us, like I'm, I'm, like I, I'm living away from home, and so are you. But I don't feel like an adult at all. Yeah, I'd still I, happily... I feel like I feel a bit more like an adult now that I have an adult job. Ah, see, that's it. I don't have that. That could be a thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't get me wrong. When I'm in school, I'm an adult. When I'm walking home, I'm an adult. As soon as I get into my bedroom, I, I, I don't feel like an adult at all. Like yeah. I feel like such a child. Yeah, like I feel like I could easily sit on my couch and just play video games all day, as I yeah. would as a teenager. And I'd just be like, yeah. yeah, I'm fine with this. I have no problem. Saying that, though, like kids, you were saying like 20 odd years ago, they didn't, they didn't have games like we do now. This could be a topic we could get into in the future, like the difference in childhoods and stuff like that, for sure. That's a good idea. But um, right, like, I have one the... question for you. What is your opinion on exams changing from the crap system we have now, which is just memorize, regurgitate, to open book? Because in terms of obviously what we're learning now when we're doing exams, it doesn't help us at all in, in life. You know, no one's going to ask you to just memorize and then regurgitate. Whereas if it was open yeah. book, that's kind of finding the necessary information, using, say, a theory. And then it's, it's kind of like note taking which is a massive thing in life, but it's also getting you to use your brain more in, instead of just spitting it out. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, you might, you I, might like it, but I think it'd be a great idea. I, don't, I, I think it's a good idea. Just the thing that would... Maybe it's because I'm completely used to the regurgitating side, but if you don't, if you don't, if you don't study for an exam, it doesn't necessarily matter because you can just get it all from your open book. Do you know what I mean? So you don't. You, school kind of becomes not not pointless, but you, you don't really have to go to school to sit the exam. Then do you know what I mean? I feel like there should definitely be like some form of a combination between the two. Like if you could do an open book, but at the same time, you, you need to revise like the theories and stuff like this. But this all yeah. comes back to like this all comes back to like th- these should be you should be doing exams in topics that you're interested in you should yeah. be you know you shouldn't be doing topics and stuff that you don't necessarily give a shit about and you'll never use again me personally i believe that everybody needs a little bit of basics of maths basic of english like comprehension reading yeah. even a bit of literature you need the basic find out kind of what you want to do then you pick the ones that you that you are interested that you're naturally curious in and once yeah. you've picked them then you, you go hard on them. You, you try and learn as much as you can from them because not only do you enjoy them, you, you, you want to learn them. And that makes exams not only less stressful, but you can you can kind of enjoy them. Like I, in college, I sat exams and I was like, that was actually kind of fun to do, you know, because yeah. I, enjoyed, I enjoyed the topics that I talked about and I yeah. enjoyed the lesson. I enjoyed the lecturer. But I think it should definitely be a mix of both if you're if you, like studying the exam in a topic that you that you enjoy what about yeah you? yeah I, I get what you're saying there about you know obviously you shouldn't have access to the entirety of the book because then you can just kind of well i don't think you could get away with not knowing it either because you know you'd still need to be able to put it into practice you still need examples of a type but okay fair enough like maybe if you just then instead did it in terms of it's open book but it'd just be like it'd give you the theories but not how to impl- or not how to implement them are examples of the theories. Yeah. So it'd just yeah, kind yeah. of be like cliff notes. It'd be kind of like just pointers so that way you're not having to memorize everything. But, you know, you, you have little things to kind of point you in the right direction or just just resources to help. Them. So that way you're not memorizing, like example, in the Leaving Cert, you're memorizing an entire curriculum, two years worth of stuff for what, like six subjects? Yeah. yeah. In, yeah. Reality, it's, st- in reality, I'm... it's impossible. So why not like, have something to the help? The biggest... The biggest bullshit that I've ever fucking heard, and th- this is like even now, I look back on this and that, and I I think that is such bullshit. Like it's point. Like why is that a thing? Is when you're in higher English in math in Ireland, higher English in maths. When you're in higher English in Ireland, right? You need to learn thirty odd poems, and the chances of some of them coming up is zero. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? What I mean. Like yeah. you, you sit in the exam, and 
you've learnt this this poem, that poem by Seamus Heaney and blah, blah, blah. And then all of a sudden, it doesn't come up. Right there is a perfect example of how the open book was... Work. Exactly. So because if that, you know you, sense, you had a, yeah. yeah, you had a book of poetry and all you have is the poem. So only going in and just be reading a poem and trying to write an answer isn't really gonna help. Whereas if you like if you had a bit of study done from like themes um, you know, what he's trying to talk about, then you're yeah. you're getting help. You're not memorizing a poem on top of everything. And like some of like some poems could be pages and pages long. Oh yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. I'd say that's that's a that's a perfect example right there of how it could work. Like, just before we go, to anybody that's listening, make sure you follow us on Instagram with Insta Paddies or Paddies Tweets on Twitter. Yeah, if anyone's listening to this on Spotify, on Apple Music, uh, no Apple Podcast, wherever the fuck we have it, if you're listening to it, give it a rate, share it on to a few friends. We're just trying to have a bit of crack, so if you're enjoying it. Share it on. Someone else might enjoy it too. Exactly. Exactly. We're having fun. Try and have fun with us. Thanks for listening, lads. We really appreciate it. If you have any questions, comments, or and to add about today's podcast, get on to us on our socials. We'd absolutely love to hear from you guys. We're InstaPaddies on Instagram and Paddy's Tweet on Twitter. Again, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. Take care, lads. Bye-bye.